I'm not touched that whiskey since we got really drunk that one night. Did you drink some? No. Ooh, why does my voice sound deeper than usual now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a whole podcast episode like this. <laughs> Or a whole podcast episode like this. You sounded like Dutch for a second. <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> God I've, damn it, Dutch. I've I've got a plan, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna go to Tahiti. We ain't going the damn Tahiti, Dutch. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go bowling with coconuts. But the law is on us, Dutch. <laughs> the law. But but Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Have a little faith. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Um, to your surprise, we're not talking about Red Dead um, Redemption, <laughs> but that would be great at some point. That would be. That would be fun. <laughs> no. Welcome back. Um, tonight, as you can see in the title, we are talking about a little bit or a lot about WandaVision. Yeah. It's the latest and first. Well, it's the first MCU television series. Well, television. It's on Disney Plus. You on should Disney, know this. On Disney Plus, yeah. If you were. You would have to be living under a rock if you don't know about WandaVision. Even if you're not into this stuff, it's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And I know we say this in a lot of episodes, but because this is so new, we're going to say this right now. Spoilers. Yeah, if you haven't... If you've not seen it, tune out. We're not going to hold back. The last episode aired a week ago. Um, so we thought it would be a good idea to do it on the following week. Yep. Um, mostly so Colton could finish it. Yeah, I finished <laughs> watching it today. I f yeah, I watched it with you the last couple episodes. Um, I enjoyed it. It was great. It's got me really excited for what Marvel's going to do like with with TV with shows and just like with the universe in general like Yeah, when I mean I think we're moving into a new um era of the MCU not just in like a new phase but in how they're doing it. Mhm. Mm so, I mean um Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out this month, right? It comes out next week actually next week, on the yeah. 19th. I'm Pretty stoked for that. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm going to watch that after I have a big final to turn in. So <laughs> it will be a nice reward. I'm really excited for that. Um, but before we get into like what WandaVision is yeah, and like our reviews and stuff, I just want to talk in general. I really like where it's taking the MCU, that oh, they're yeah. doing these experimental things. Yeah, they, they, they're breaking out of the old formula of just... It doesn't just have to be yeah. action. Yeah. And I honestly, even now, even after it's finished, I think it's one of the best things they've done in years. Yeah, not because it's my favorite MCU thing ever, although it's up there. I, I did enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. But I love it because they're trying new things. Yeah, those first and couple I, episodes. I appreciate it. It's great. It yeah, those first couple episodes where it's... um. The sitcoms, like the 50s and the 60s. Oh, those are great, yeah. And it doesn't explain anything to you, and you're just brought <laughs> into this. I thought that was amazing. I was trying to figure out what was going on the whole time, but 
<laughs> Those are the kind of things where you just sit back and just was, let it happen. Just I was enjoy pretty it. Pretty confused, but I knew it was reality bending stuff, and I knew they would explain a lot of it. So yeah, I was enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, and if we didn't edit that part out, we are eating pizza right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're trying not to chew in the microphones, but uh, we're not going to try that hard. So you know, I mean, you're hearing it right now. You might hear some. <laughs> it's ASMR, Colton. ASMR. That's what it is. I can even hear your pizza like crunching together. <laughs> but pizza is good. WandaVision is good for different reasons. Um, yeah. I do not want to eat the television show WandaVision. No, I don't love WandaVision for the juicy bacon and peppers on it. <laughs> I love it for some but, other juicy stuff. Um, there's no. a lot of juicy stuff in this, but we were supposed to. We're missing a guest here. Um, remember Tristan? Yeah. He was supposed to be here, but... I vaguely remember him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he... He was just the guy in our old theme song. <laughs> yeah, he was the guy in our old theme song, um, but he ran into some troubles with work. He had to stay later, so yeah. he might end up showing up later. We'll see. We'll see. We hope yeah. he does. It'll make this more interesting. Um, yeah. But we're going to try our best. Nothing. Everything, it's all out of his control. He wasn't able to... No, it's yeah. he didn't bail on us or anything. He, the next person in the shift didn't show up. Yeah, something like that. Which blows. So it's just us tonight. And um, yeah, it's a classic episode, I would say. But we've just got, us. got a lot to talk about. Just some, the two of us. Some no juicy, how, some juicy, some juicy, sexy Paul Bettany action. Sexy Paul Bettany action. Yeah. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> why don't you go ahead and roll that intro, Colton? Sure thing, Jackson. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast. The drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have in If you let that whiskey ring The Odd Drunk Podcast That was a pretty cool intro, don't you think? I, I still like that intro <laughs> You know, I figured out that we can have All I need to do is unlock my iPad mini <laughs> I could add, actually, I could do it on my laptop. We could do a soundboard, just software. Yeah, we've been wanting to actually have a soundboard so we can play music. But and I want like a real one. Stuff uh, live while we're recording. I want a sound yeah. pad, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that it was good. Yeah, it's pretty great. I like that part. I like that part where you're like... Uh, <laughs> Where I do in that. the world, you do the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I like that part where you sing. And I also like that part where you play the guitar. That was pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really discussed it. Let, let's talk about it for a second. Um, yeah, yeah. So we we wanted a new song and a new kind of theme for this. Well, it's not a new season. On Apple, we do have it as season two, but it's not really season two. Yeah, but that does help organize it better on that. But we we just wanted a new theme. We wanted to show that we're 
always thinking of new things and trying to improve our aesthetic or themes. <laughs> aesthetic. But <laughs> yeah, so we went with the kind of jazzy thing, you know? Yeah, and we took we took a couple weeks to think about what we were writing for it and uh you came up with the basic um idea for it because whenever I sit down at the piano to play jazz stuff, I just play really depressing, sad jazz stuff. And that would have made Dan happy, I guess. Yeah. Um <laughs> Dan, maybe we'll do a version for you that's depressing. <laughs> Um, but, but you uh, know, <laughs> we wanted we wanted to keep the spirit of the original. Yeah, and it was fun. Jackson played; he sang and played guitar and bass. Right? No, those were different guys. Those were different guys. Yeah, they came in. We all oh, right. We oh. hired some. <laughs> no, yeah, that was me. And uh, um, I was I, trying to do like a Frank Sinatra thing, which. And then you put the piano on, and that just tied it all together. Yeah. I struggled just my way through many takes of piano because I'm actually not very good at <laughs> piano. Yeah, neither of us are. <laughs> we still want to get our buddy to lay some trumpet down. Yeah. Cody, if you're listening. Especially for that outro. Let's get on it. <laughs> oh, and what what do you guys think? I mean, I know you can't respond to me right now, but um, the little automated thing we made. <laughs> The, like, robotic British voice. Yeah. Which very much reminds me of Vision. That was, um, <laughs> we actually got Paul Bettany to voice that. Yeah. We hired Paul Bettany to we record said, 30 we seconds. Said, put on your best robot voice. We used our um, income tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is on Cameo, actually. You know Cameo? No. Where you can, like, okay. So, Cameo is a really cool service. It's an app, Okay. Where you can pay celebrities to do certain things. Oh, that's so like cool. Roger Clark is on there. I could have him wish you happy birthday. Uh, that's great. Or I could tell, I could tell him to tell you to f off. <laughs> so Arthur Morgan would be doing that. That'd be a very expensive <laughs> way to say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be worth every penny. It would be, yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty. Cool. But yeah, you can do that. I, I, I don't think Danny DeVito's on it. But I think his daughter is, and she'll, like, get him on it. Nice. Because he doesn't... Look at those fingers. Do you think he could use the touchscreen easily? I don't think he needs to use the touchscreen easily. He probably either has a secretary or mind powers that does it for him. Yeah, I'm going to say he has mind powers. One of much those like, <laughs> Much like Wanda. See? Yeah. It all connects. Danny DeVito is the real-life Scarlet Witch confirmed <laughs> <laughs> he just hasn't revealed his power yet yeah. or has he <laughs> are we all living in his reality <laughs> um, maybe it's always sunny as the real world and we are just in Danny DeVito's dream dream reality thing yeah <laughs> he does kind of hint to that in the series he's like what if we're all living in the turtle's dream <laughs> in space well Maybe turtle. we're living in Danny DeVito's dream in space. <laughs> Fun fact. It'd be a good dream to live in. Did you know, listeners, I want you, I want you to hear this. Pay attention. I'm going to blow your minds. We are all in space right now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy, we right? We are traveling through space. We are traveling through space. 
uh, on this gigantic spaceship known as Earth. We are traveling. I haven't confirmed it's round yet. We are traveling through it might space be a, at um at uh a thousand miles an hour, roughly. Yeah, because the sun is moving too. Oh, is that no? no Our whole actually no, that was wrong. That's 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 thousand uh, meters a second. No, that's that's how that's how fast uh, it's we rotate. That's how fast it spins. Um, yeah, <laughs> rotational period. Rotational. Um, But the whole galaxy, the whole solar system is moving. It's not just stuck in one spot. The sun holds it all together, but the sun is also moving. Ah. But that's not what we this is We are traveling about. through space at 67,000 miles an hour. I was way off. Right now. 67,000 miles per hour. Oh. So well, it's, like, we're way faster than Quicksilver. Yeah. yeah he can only go 200 Jump. miles an hour. <laughs> well, except for the X-Men version. Yeah, well, he's, but he's a cheater. <laughs> we will get to him. We will get to that little cheater, that little <laughs> boner. Wink, wink. So, my general review before we get into the meat of it, and I want to hear yours too. Hold the fuck up. Whoa, okay. What the hell are you drinking tonight? What are you drinking tonight, you piece of... No, I'm in a good mood. I'm not going to call you a piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you. He nor- I want to. He normally <laughs> does, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, we got we, we're not drinking we're not drinking beer tonight. No, we're not. Um no. do you want to explain why or do you just want to go with it? Do you want a real reason or a bullshit reason? I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> so, as you know, we drink a lot of beer on this podcast. <laughs> Um, and we also drink a lot of beer outside of this podcast. That's the main problem. You know, having a 12 pack at least once a week, if not more. Yeah. Um, Oh, definitely more. Definitely. Definitely more. Um, I just went through a 15 rack of a uh, Corona, not the virus, the beer, but it isn't healthy. No. I know this is the odd drunk podcast and we're still going to drink beer. Don't freak out. We're still going to be drinking beer on episodes. But just kind of a disclaimer, we are going to be drinking more wine and just liquor. So we're still going to be getting yeah. drunk. Yeah, we we basically we want to personally lay off the beer a little bit. Lose uh, some weight, basically. Lose some weight, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh... You know, personally, I'm going to be limiting my beer to mainly podcast nights when we're recording. Yeah, me but too. But that doesn't mean I won't do drink other stuff in podcast. And that oh, is, for sure. That was my thought tonight. Um, I'm, but drinking, I'm drinking mead. I love this podcast. I love this show. I love doing this, even when it's just two of us. But it has started to... It's not that the podcast, it's... Well, yeah, it's kind of gotten unhealthy. Because but, it makes me want to drink more beer at home, in a way, like... Yeah, because especially like if we buy a mix pack for an episode, I'll go home and finish it, you know? Yeah. Like within the next couple days. I've been buying a lot more beer. So. So, yeah, we're still going to be drinking beer. Don't worry about it. And we're drinking tonight. We have. uh, But every once in a while. You have you have some wine there. So I do have some wine. I thought it would be perfect for WandaVision for the Scarlet Witch. You know, she's into that, right? (laughs) 
I don't know what she's into. And it looks she's, like the Scarlet Witch. That's a, the fun part. She's Eastern European. She probably drinks vodka. Yeah, but she's like Americanized now. Ah, true. She's like a Midwestern mom now. So vodka. <laughs> 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 well, it's wine and then it moves. The, they start with wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when and they're then, just drinking straight vodka. That's <laughs> When their kids are at school, it's vodka. Yes. They only drink wine in front of the kids, not hard liquor. <laughs> Gosh, Colton. No, but um, so this is from Intrinsic Wine Company out of Patterson, Washington. Ooh. It's a Cabernet Franc. I don't know how to pronounce these things, so you can make fun of me, but I don't care if you're making fun of me. So it's like it's 51% Cabernet Franc, 49% Malbec. So it's a mixed wine. Yeah, and it's it's good. I mean, I'm not trying it yet. I, I don't know too much about wine, but I know that I like a lot of it. Yeah, that's how I'm at. I wine. mean, <laughs> I usually get like cheap sangria or even box wine, but now I'm trying to be a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, I like sangria a lot because it's cheap, and um, I mean, it doesn't have to be good, like expensive to be tasty. And this is definitely. Let me just do this without spilling it. Please don't spill it. That's my carpet. I know. Wine does not come out easy. <laughs> uh, I'll take another picture, but it's definitely going to be good for Instagram. Yeah. It's By a, the way. It's a really cool label. Follow us on Instagram. If you're listening, why not? Yeah. Do it doesn't it. hurt you. We're not going to ask you to like carve our names into your chest. Not yet, at least. No, not yet. We're no. not to that point. <laughs> just, just, just do it. Just follow us. Uh, you'll find all kinds of fun things there. Uh, just, just make like, make like, uh, make like a tree and like follow us on Instagram because <laughs> that's what trees do. I was gonna try to make some Marvel joke, but I uh, make like make like Iron Man and snap out that phone and follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Make like Iron Man, bomb a bunch of terrorists, and then follow us on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Our Professor Hulk probably uses Instagram. He has to. Yeah, make like like him. Make like Professor Hulk. Yeah, a hipster, buff, and green guy. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, make just be Mark Mark Ruffalo. Follow us. Just hey, Mark Ruffalo. If you're listening. Yeah, also follow Mark Ruffalo. Well, follow him. Yeah, he's cool too. Follow Mark Ruffalo. Uh, follow Jack Black. He has a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, follow. Jablinski. Yeah, Jablinski Games, man. Ooh. Don't follow IGN, though. No. Never. You can look at their stuff. They have a skewed perception of reality. <laughs> and ratings. Yeah. They have a skewed perception of reality. Yeah. Much like Wanda Maximoff. Yes. <laughs> See, we keep getting off track. I keep segueing us back on track, and then we get off track again. But guess what? We got Jackson here to keep us on track. I'm here. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Good thing it's not just me and Tristan here tonight. Cause last Good thing time, it's... Wait. Last time that happened. Good thing it's not just you or just me. Imagine if it was just me. One day there will be an episode that's just one of us. Oh, yeah, definitely at some point. And it's just going to be us blabbering into the mic, a big monologue about, like, philosophy or something yeah and not even well thought out philosophy no (laughs) like really flawed 
philosophy. I lo- okay, by the way, and I know we already said it, but this is your last chance because we haven't talked about anything yet. Spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. If you listen beyond this point without seeing the series, you either don't care, you're an idiot, or you're an idiot that doesn't care. So don't be idiot. Don't be yeah, those things. Just just, uh, just go watch it. Delete the episode. Just go or re-download it. Or listen to the episode if you don't give a crap. Yeah, if you don't care. But, yeah, yeah. You know. Listen okay. to the episode as you watch it. Yes. Think of it as a commentary. People. Yeah. It's not a commentary. Just every episode, listen to five minutes of the episode of our It's not a commentary, by the way. Don't think it is. <laughs> but yeah, do that. Um, so what are you drinking, though? Um, I'm drinking from uh, Annapurna. Annapurna Mead Company. Out of... Where are they? Where are they from? Ah. Uh, I love me a nice mead. Colorado Springs. Ooh, Colorado Springs. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm drinking... Uh, That's a drink for warriors. A so. uh, pineapple, ginger, and lemongrass mead. That's a drink Thor would like. He would definitely enjoy that. I think Thor would like this drink, yeah. Although Thor strikes me more as a god of the people who drinks ale. More often. And like stouts. Yeah. Although I'm sure, I mean, he is royalty. He he does enjoy the good glass of mead. Oh, yeah. He enjoys probably a good drink at the, you know, you know in, in the ale house. You know, in Avengers Endgame, he was actually drinking like craft beer. Yeah. It was this uh, company out of Florida. I mean, uh, Georgia. Mm. I looked it up once. I'm not going to waste my time looking it up again. There are a lot of good craft beers out there that we can't try because they're like, they don't sell them in Colorado like there's a whole there's a crap there's a, com- a brewery that makes uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. you mean Mexico Colton yeah not Colorado well, what I are you talking about I didn't say I know where, we haven't done where in Colorado I know we haven't done that joke in a while <laughs> but in Mexico Colton <laughs> I didn't say we lived in Colorado I just said shit I blew it we just we just can't, I blew our cover guys we just can't buy them in Colorado. We can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Go to New Mexico. Seriously. Yeah. I checked their stuff out. They have a lot of stuff that I haven't seen at all. Yeah. Um, there's this beer I found there that I definitely want us to have for a certain episode. Mm. I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah. But. I don't want to spoil nothing. When that episode comes <laughs> up, I'll tell you. We. We spoil lots of TV shows and movies, but we will not spoil beers. And we're not going to spoil our own episodes. Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. We always nah, want it to be nah. a surprise, right? That's the whole reason people listen to us. Unless we say, oh, we're going to do this yeah. next. People listen to us because it's like, what the hell are these idiots going to do next? Who are these idiots? That's yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. Why am I here? Why? <laughs> Well, since you are here, yeah. you might as well stay for enjoy the ride. Stay, have a drink. Have a drink. And drink whatever you want. Drink, yeah. Drink kerosene for all I care. Don't drink kerosene. Don't. <laughs> if you're locked up in the lighthouse with uh, Willem Dafoe. The only person I will drink kerosene with <laughs> is Willem Dafoe. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get to this. So general summaries of WandaVision. You want to go? Sure. I'll try. you just watched it. I did just watch it. So, 
The series starts out with Wanda and Vision. And it's a TV show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's like a TV show inside the TV show. It's like a sitcom. It's the 50s. Look, yeah. the war. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. So they, the first episode's in the 60s like or Dick, the 50s. Dick, Dick Van Dyke show. That's what it's kind of going off of. Yeah. And they do reference that later in the series. Um, so the first episode's all in the 50s. And uh, at this point... You have no idea what the hell is going on. They don't really actually hint to a lot in this episode. It's just introducing you to the idea of some of the, ca- of the characters and uh, the TV show sitcom idea. Yeah, the only hints to a larger universe there are is like there's a commercial. It's like, oh, the Stark Industries microwave and like stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember in the second episode, they had um, Strucker watches and had the Hydra symbol on it. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I like the commercials a lot in it. <laughs> Although as the series goes on, the commercials got more and more like commercials we would see now. Well, there's like there's like an early mid two thousands commercial. Yeah. Well, and it's in one episode. There's a a prescription drug commercial. Oh yeah, that's and something you see every day. That's just like felt like a real commercial to me. It was kind of weird. <laughs> we will get to that. That commercial actually has ramifications for the whole universe. Oh yeah. Because it... Okay, we'll just get to it right now. <laughs> so the commercial, it, the drug, the antidepressant, is called Nexus. And they're basically like in the commercial, oh, this is how you can control your own reality. <laughs> well, that's an obvious play on like what Wanda's doing, and we'll get into that. But in the comics, and I think they're going to introduce this in movies, and unless they already have in this series, and I just... Didn't really pay attention. The nexus of all realities. Mm. So what that is, it's basically this point in space and time where you can access every dimension and reality possible. And you know who guards that? Who? Man-Thing. Oh! Man-Thing, the swamp monster. I do remember that, yeah. He's very much like the swamp thing. Yeah, Man-Thing, yeah. But with more man yeah. No, he's very much like a Lovecraftian thing, actually. He's a he's pretty a, cool character. He is cool, yeah. Because made by the same creator. And what's funny. Swamp Thing. The uh, creator of uh, Man Thing created him first. Swamp Thing was second. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just by like a couple years. I didn't know that. I don't know which one came first. That would be. That, that could be a whole episode on its own. Comic characters who copy other comic characters or based off of, etc. That that could be a whole episode and so on because there's a lot there's a rabbit hole to go down there that we should not go down right now. <laughs> I think it was Gary Conway because a lot of people collaborated on the Christian Man thing, including Stan Lee, but ah. he wasn't the sole creator. Whoops! <laughs> Making noise. So basically, the man thing in the comics, he's a swamp. He was a guy that did it. He was trying to replicate the super soldier serum in Florida in the Everglades. And he basically got it mixed up with the swamp. He became the man thing. And now he's this weird creature. Swamp thing is credited to Len Wein and Bernie Wrightston. Okay. 
I know one one of the guys on Man Thing collaborated with them. Yeah, writer Len Wine and artist Bertie Whiteston. I don't know which one. Well, yeah, the artist is different. Yeah, yeah. That is who's credited, at least, on Wikipedia. It was either that or they passed the idea around. I can't remember. But we're not talking about main thing. But yeah, I want to talk about him a little bit because he is cool. Well, he's this weird, creepy monster. We'll, maybe we'll post a picture of him. And he, um, he's the guardian of the nexus of all realities, which is happens to be in the Florida Everglades. <laughs> Fucking Florida. Yeah. Um, but basically his whole thing, his whole stick is that like you're, when he touches you, you burn with fear, like that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. I remember in Lego Marvel superheroes too, you beat up man thing. Yeah. You beat him up for a bit and then he's like your friend. Yeah. He's on your roster. (laughs) That's usually how Lego games go. Oh yeah. They gotta give you an excuse. Did I hand you your fireball? You did not. Oh, no, it's right here. There it is. We got some fireballs. If any of you guys have shots, our fireball with you. We should have a theme song for shot time. That's why we need a soundboard. Here, I'll do a thing. Okay. Wait, do it with me. Shot time! Something like that. Yeah. That's fireball. Yep. I I know a lot of people say fireball is um a white girl drink and it is. But I like it. <laughs> it's a college guy drink too. Yeah. Like Strider always had it on him. Oh yeah. Like in his water bottle. <laughs> Like his thermos. He I, just have fireball. I'm not gonna give out his <laughs> personal Instagram information, but follow Strader. If you yeah. can find him. If you know who we're talking about. If you know who we're talking about, follow then, him. Then Just follow spam him. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask him a bunch of questions about WandaVision. See how yes. he reacts. <laughs> yeah. Say the Odd Drunk Podcast sent you. Yeah. Say the Odd Drunk Podcast sent you. Don't say Jackson and Colton. I'm pretty sure he knows what that is because he does follow us on Instagram, but he might have just clicked follow without realizing it's us. Yeah. I have no idea. But yeah. Say we sent you. to him in a while. And then ask him like about WandaVision theories. Yeah, just and just really keep bugging him for the answer. <laughs> just until he has to like delete his. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't know. <laughs> don't worry about it. You don't even know what Strider we're talking about. There's lots of Striders out there, like from Lord of the Rings. Strider. Yeah, follow Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> follow Vigo Mortensen. Is he on Instagram? I don't know, I but no follow idea. him. He seems like the type of guy that wouldn't have him on Instagram. But I feel like his manager would make him one. Maybe, yeah. He is a big A-list celebrity. Or actor. Well, he's not A-list anymore. Yeah, well, he still has the prodigy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The prestige. Prestige. I mean, he was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He's a very good actor. You be in those movies. Yeah. (laughs) Follow him. Enough said. Follow Vigo and spam him about the Odd Drunk Podcast. And about WandaVision. ask Ask him about WandaVision. You could spam Paul Bettany, too. No, no, I want. I don't want to do that to Paul Bettany. <laughs> Vigo's tough. He can take it. Paul Bettany is a sweetheart. He's a charming British chap. He's a charming British chap. We love Paul Bettany. Yeah, he's good. He was good in this. I also love Vigo, but 
he can I think I think he can uh, he he's been just off the radar enough that he needs a little bit of a spam to get him back in the public again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, follow Vigo Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but continue with your explanation. Uh, what were, where was I? Uh, it's the fifties. Oh, the war. Uh, right. It's yeah. the fifties. Okay. So it's <laughs> the fifties. There's no war in it, but you know, and, uh, every like new English. What's that voice called again? The transatlantic breaking news. The war continues on in Korea. Yeah. It's yeah. like that, that, that weird, uh, well, the, the radio voice isn't quite the transatlantic, but almost. Mm-hmm. Transatlantic is like that fake British accent that like posh Americans from the twenties did, but it's not British. But it's not British. Yeah, it's like distinctly not British. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's okay. You guys know it's the accent that like every news anchor and radio guy had like from the twenties to the fifties, basically. Not quite. That's not quite transatlantic. That's close. But well, that's, I'm not saying that's transatlantic. Yeah, I know what you're trying to explain. Transatlantic is like the Great Gatsby. Yeah, this is like it's kind of like a exaggeration of that. Mm. That I, I think, think that's it, a good way. I think way. it comes from it. Yeah, but it's very much an exaggeration. Yeah, it's high pitch. I think I read sometime. Don't don't quote me on this because I could be very wrong. <laughs> um, I think I read Pearl sometime, Harbor. I think I read sometime the reason they would talk so so high pitched like that was because of like the what tr- uh, frequencies microphones could pick they up. They can understand time. them. Yeah, and that just worked best. Now news anchors just talk like whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's the 50s, and Wanda... Unless you're Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Then you just laugh at anything. I like Jimmy Fallon, do but like he Jimmy does Fallon. come across as like kind of like fake sometimes. He does. Oh, yeah. he's. He, I think he's a network stooge. Yeah, but anyways. No offense to Jimmy Fallon. I like him. He's funny. Seems like a cool guy, but I think he's a network. He's just too nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like people when they're too nice. I think he's so apolitical that it comes off as fake. Oh, well, let's, (laughs) we don't want to get political here, Colton. Well, no, I know, I know. Uh, But anyway, we're in the 50s, WandaVision. Joe Biden's president. Yes, he is. Oh, God, we got political. That is a fact. Yeah, but we got political. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, go on. So... WandaVision, we're in the first episode, we're in the 50s, and they have some date on their calendar, and this is the typical sitcom stuff that they, the first few episodes are like typical sitcom storylines, like, oh, they have a date on their calendar, and neither one of them can remember what it was. So it's a misunderstanding of... Wasn't it August 23rd? I don't remember what day it was. Um... Is there is that important? You guys tell me if no, it's not really important. Okay. <laughs> there is an important day in this. Um, so like there, it's the classic sitcom scenario of like they misunderstand each other and what the date's about. Wanda thinks it's like an anniversary, but then Vision realizes that it's his boss is coming over to dinner. So that <laughs> yeah, he brings his boss over and it's. The lady, uh, Kitty, from the, that 70s show. Yeah, she's the mom. She's great. Um, I love seeing the Vision go to a 50s office. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's a living computer. He's an android. And the everyone's fir- like. The first few episodes, I was laughing. It was it was funny. 
Oh boy, how do you come up with those numbers so fast, Vision? Yeah, and he's like, you're like a computer or something. He's like, oh, I am certainly not a computer. Oh my god, I'm much more than that. <laughs> Thank you very he's much. Like so worried about breaking his like cover or whatever. I'm not a computer. I'm a sophisticated synthesoid. Thank you. <laughs> you know. He didn't say that, but he wanted to say that. So yeah, you know, the, the the he brings his boss home from work, but Wanda had gotten everything ready for a romantic evening. Yeah, she did. Uh, and like, there's a thing she's trying to cook stuff, and like she's levitating things. And it's funny those first couple episodes, hilarious. Oh, in the second episode, which takes place in the '60s, there's a talent show in the town. And I okay. had a blast. Let's talk about with this. this. This was okay. so good. So Vision's at work. <laughs> One of his co-workers gives him cum. Oh, no, he's not at work. He goes to the... Um, no, he's it, at work. No, it's not work. It's the uh, neighborhood watch meeting. Oh, which yeah. Which is really the place for all the guys. But the those husband, were his co-workers the, in the previous... They were all his co-workers, too. But it's the neighborhood watch meeting, which is the place where all the husbands go to gossip. Right. But then continue. Anyways, they give him a piece of gum. He's like, oh, I can't have that. <laughs> oh, and I love the little animations when. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like a little cartoon animation. So he eats the gum. And it's like a cartoon animation of the gum getting stuck in his gears. And like, yeah, he accidentally swallows it. Gets it gets clogged. But because he's a machine, he doesn't eat and it like messes with him. And he's basically drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, that was, and. So they do the talent show, and uh, him and Wanda, they're a magic act. Makes sense. And the whole um, act is basically Vision, who's pretty much drunk. Yeah. doing Using his powers to do, like, actual feet, like, levitating and lifting up and heavy Wanda's things. And Wanda's trying not to do real magic in front and, of people. And Wanda's basically altering reality with her powers to make everyone think that he's not using power so he like he does the trick where he levitates and then she makes like wires a wire like appear and they see the they're like oh i see it's a wire he's not yeah. actually flying um it was just that was i think i think that was the one of the best parts in the whole series that, that was, was a really, really good, good one good. <laughs> but the next episode is one of my favorite i don't know if it's my favorite i think yeah but it has some of my favorite moments so i like the next Next episode's seventies, you know. Hippie now times. it's in color. It is in color. First two episodes were in black and white. I think the episode is even called like "Now It's in Color" or something like that. <laughs> I, well, I honestly I wasn't paying attention to the episode. Names. It's very meta. Um. But so in the seventies episode, episode three, it's the seventies. Wanted Vision. <laughs> they get you know up close and personal with each other. They shack it up. Do they, though? Do they? We don't really know. We don't know until later on. Yeah. But anyways, she's pregnant. She's pregnant now. And Vision's trying to learn about pregnancy. I like... My favorite part of the episode was Vision trying to figure out pregnancy. Because Vision, you know, he's a... Uh an AI type of life form. Yeah. And he's, he's a really intelligent, but he doesn't understand uh, things about humanity very well. So, you know, he's, 
he's trying to go through books, learning about pregnancy and stuff like that, and like trying to deal with this, you know, how to how to deal with having a pregnant wife, basically. Uh huh. And I, I I thought that was well. It's funny because um great. They go through the breathing techniques, and she's like, <gasps> like it's hilarious. It's those first couple episodes are hilarious. They are really good. Those are the most rewatchable. There's episodes. this part. Yeah. There's this one part in the episode where my girlfriend made me like repeat it like five times because she thought it was so funny, and it was <laughs> funny, but it's like silly funny. Um, Wanda's pregnant, and like Vision walks up to. I forget the exact situation. I think her water. No, her water didn't break at that point. But no, when her water breaks, it starts like, yeah, like the swan and like starts raining. Monica Rambo's there, and she's like, "What's this?" Oh, and also, by the way, there's been this character that's been friends with them throughout it. That she's is, like the a friend on the sitcom. Yeah, Monica. We'll get to that. Are they calling her Monica at this point, or does she have another name in the? I think it was just Monica, unless unless she didn't even have a name. She had a name because when later on when Vision, I, we're not there yet, but when Vision comes and says, where is, she, where is so-and-so, he says her Right. Name. But anyways, there's this part where Vision's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my, yeah, my girlfriend thought it was hilarious. And it was funny. And we had to watch a, a bunch of times. And it's just Paul Bettany. Just, he's really getting that fun in this. Yeah. I, I really, I, the show is about Wanda. And Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, yeah, it's called WandaVision, who, but it's centered on Wanda. Yeah, it's centered on Wanda, and I love Elizabeth Olsen. But Paul Bettany had fun in this. <laughs> he did have fun. And yeah, yeah, he his is, character, he's ever since Age of Ultron, he's had a pretty cool character arc. Yeah, yeah. Because at Age of Ultron, he was supposed to be this perfect body for Ultron, you know, a I killer re- robot. I really like Vision because... He's a synthetic being. He's not really human, but somehow they've made him very relatable because it's not just the uh, robot who doesn't understand humans. It's he's really trying to figure it out and he is human to an extent. He's human. He has personality. He has Jarvis and Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. And Ultron. And Ultron. And the Mind Stone. And the Mind Stone. He is human to an extent, and he's but he's tr- he's just not been on this earth very long. No. So he's still figuring stuff out, and it somehow makes him very relatable. Oh, definitely. And I think it's I think it's actually he's a really well done character. Yeah, I love what they do with his character, and I love what they do with Wanda's character too. Because oh, Wanda is fantastic in this. When we first watch this, she is a deep character. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the first couple episodes, sitcom. Then the next one, we go to the real world. This one's really cool. Episode four, it shows the reverse snap or the blip or whatever they call it. And we saw it in Spider-Man Far From Home and kind of a comedic viewpoint, you know, like the marching band students appearing during a basketball game. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Geraldine. Geraldine. That's her name. That's Monica's first, name. Yeah. In the first couple episodes, first few episodes, it's Geraldine. Okay. Well, anyways. Um, she. Oh, yeah. And she helps her get through the pregnancy, basically. Oh, yeah. She's great. 
But then want then she says, she Wanda, se- she seems in the first few episodes when you're watching, she seems a lot more caring. Well, you don't know who she is at first. You don't know, but she seems a lot more like caring and interested. In but then she breaks character, the other. and Wanda's singing the song that she would sing to Pietro, or they they would sing together, something like something that. something like that. It's a Sokovian lullaby. She's singing them to the babies, and then, well. Geraldine, a.k.a. Monica, breaks character somehow and says, oh, I thought your brother was killed by Ultron. Oh, yeah. And then Wanda's like, excuse me. This was the first moment in the series where I was like on the couch, like silent, like what? That's the first part where you're like, the scary. You're like, oh, what's going on? I mean, okay, <laughs> she's been scary before and she's been powerful before. So I think the first great example is in Age of Ultron when she... She can just sense that Pietro died. Mm-hmm. And she literally disintegrates the Ultron bots. Yeah, she's a... So Wanda, I think, is great because she is a good person and normally does have control. But what's scary about her is when she loses control, how devastating it can be. She's kind of like the Hulk in that way. Yeah. Oh, like, that's that's a good comparison, yeah. Yeah, when something very drastic and emotional happens to her, she can change reality and kill a bunch of things. Yeah. And she will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's she's not as uncaring about civilian lives as, like, Tony Stark is. <laughs> I love Tony Stark, but he really doesn't really seem to... I mean, he cares when it's someone when he can, like, see their face. But he's just going to blow a lot of shit up. But if, if someone he doesn't know is there gets blown up, he doesn't care. And it's just like, that's just a casualty of war. To be fair, though, that was part of his character arc is he did learn to regret that. He did. Which is interesting. And we're, we're going to get to Stark. We're, we're not going to get too into that right now. We are going to get to Stark, though, in but some that's extent. For la- that's for later, though. Want to save that? Well, anyways, she altered the birth. Nurse a swan. We still really don't know what the swan was. A lot of people were like, "Oh, is it Doctor Strange? Is it Mephisto? Is it John Krasinski? The the stork? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Krasinski. Let's get to that. John Krasinski. <laughs> I really wish he had made a cameo. We all are pretty sure he's gonna be Reed Richards, Mister so, Fantastic. He's perfect for that role. They did announce a Fantastic Four movie, a reboot in the MCU. Who would be, we don't want to spend too much time on this, but who would be your ideal cast for that entire? A John Krasinski. Emily Blunt. Uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Maybe Jack Black is the thing. Oh, Jack Black is the thing. That would be perfect. That would be cool. <laughs> now, what about the Flaming Torch, though? The Human Torch. Human Torch. Uh, I say Chris Evans. <laughs> Just cast Chris Evans again. <laughs> It's the multiverse. The multiverse. Yeah, or, it doesn't matter. Or uh, more realistically, um, I think like a Zac Efron. Zac would actually, be good. Actually, yeah, Zac Efron would be good. He's Zac Efron. Um, I think has proven himself in recent years as a good actor, and he's distanced himself from well, the bad movies. Did you? I don't think it's a perfect movie, but did you see him when he was Ted Bundy? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I think he did really well with he, that. Like, like I said, I think he's he's a he's a good he's proven himself as a good actor, and he's done a good job at distancing himself from his early career stuff. But the thing is, for Johnny Storm, all he has to do is that is early career stuff. Be a douchebag. Well, we know he's good at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Maybe Zach Galifianakis as Human Torch. I don't know. I'm just throwing <laughs> things out there. <laughs> okay, how about this? How about this? <laughs> so Jack, we're just we're just gonna go off of the idea of Jack Black as the thing. Okay. And Zach Galifianakis as the Human Torch. I don't think I've seen them in things together. I haven't either, but I like it though. So Reed Richards, I'm thinking David Spade. <laughs> yeah. Or no, 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 actually Adam Sandler. Make You're going to have Adam Sandler play the smartest man in the universe. Yes, make a Fantastic <laughs> Four movie that's actually just an Adam Sandler movie and wait, have all wait, the, wait, wait. and have all the people so backtrack what I said about Jack Black. And so it's all the Adam Black. Sandler people. Yeah. So Steve Buscemi is Doctor Doom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so do an Adam Sandler movie. That's the fantastic. Have Adam Sandler cast and direct it. I'll do you one better. Okay. Do me one better. Adam Sandler can be involved. Definitely. But Will Ferrell is Mister Fantastic. <laughs> John C. Riley as Doctor Doom. And it's a reluctant buddy comedy. Road trip comedy. <laughs> a road trip comedy? They go on a road trip through uh, middle America. Um, they're in the comic accurate outfits, but not good ones. Spandex. <laughs> and you know, they're just a couple college kids just trying to get through America. That's all it is. See? Okay. But they're in their 50s. I just, That's it. I, I just feel like there would be a better... I don't know off the top of my head what. I just feel like there would be a better um, okay. Marvel dynamic... Here's my thing. ...that you could have Will Ferrell and John C. Riley in because they are a duo. Fantastic Four is not a duo. No, but Reed Richards and Doctor Doom were college roommates. You could oh, tell that story. Oh, that's true. So it could be like stepbrothers, <laughs> and then they have this big falling out, and then it's, it's a Fantastic Four. But I'll do you one even better. Okay. Get John Krasinski as Reed Richards because that's inevitable. Emily Blunt. Our, it doesn't have to be Emily Blunt. It could be Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. I think Emily Blunt is out. the best. Actual. Hear me out, though. Yeah. The cast of The Office in a Fantastic Four reboot. So John Krasinski's <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. Okay, okay. Dwight is Doctor Doom. <laughs> yes. Rain Wilson. Yes. And Steve Carell, I don't know. He's like Nick Fury or something. White Nick Fury. Well, yeah. Well, they they would probably be able to do like a a generic stand-in for Nick Fury. Well, well, not replacing Sam Jackson plays the same role in the movie, like another high up type. Yeah. Of thing. Have Steve Carell do that. <laughs> um, I'm thinking Stanley as the, the thing. thing. Yeah. Um, obviously. And I'm thinking Andy the human is the, torch. the human torch. Because he's always exploding with anger. Yes. It makes sense. Yeah. There you go, Marvel. There Kevin Feige, go. I hope you're listening to I'm this. I'm actually you know, on our Will Ferrell and John Z. Riley and Adam Sandler, you know, classic comedy guys. I think, you know, there's been a lot of rumors about them rebooting X-Men. <laughs> Perfect opportunity. <laughs> Adam Sandler Magneto. Yes. Adam Sandler. No, no. Well, actually, no. This is a... Or do you want him in X-Men proper? Well, Adam Sandler and his crew can be Wolverine? all the, the X-Men, but the Xavier and Magneto rivalry is the perfect opportunity 
for Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. <laughs> Who would be which, though? Will Ferrell would be Magneto and John C. Riley would be <laughs> Professor X. <laughs> and that makes sense because... We're such on a tangent right now, but just <laughs> this is good. <laughs> and out of the Adam Sandler crew, Adam Sandler, Cyclops, obviously. Um, David Spade, he's short. Wolverine. <laughs> I just pictured David Spade as Wolverine. I didn't know I need Steve Buscemi. He would be Jean Grey. No. Sabretooth. <laughs> no, Jean Grey would be Chris Rock. Of course, sorry. Of course, <laughs> sorry. Obviously, uh, the guy from Friends with the big forehead—he would be. Um, oh, uh, Matthew Perry. He would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> beast. I could see him as a beast, but maybe more as like a. Dave you know. Matthew Perry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're off a really big tangent right now. Back to WandaVision, Okay. <laughs> so episode four, we see the outside world. We see oh, sword. We went. We we skipped over it. What? She has babies now. She has babies now. Yeah. They're like demon fake babies or yeah. whatever. We're not at this point. We're not sure what the fuck they are. They're reality altered babies. Yeah. That's all we know. We really don't know. So he has babies. So episode four, we go into the real world. We see sword. I so I when I saw this, I had to look up what the fuck sword was. So, in the comic, S.W.O.R.D. is originally sentient world observation response and defense, or wait. Basically, like, the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D. And when you, we were watching this, we were watching it earlier together, and you, okay, I had the it. way you explained it to me, the way it ends up at the end of the series really sets it up to become that. I was close. It's sentient world observation and response department. Ah. But in this, they do explain it that that was their acronym, but now they are the sentient weapons observation and response department. Mm -hmm. And so what sentient weapon means is basically superheroes, people with powers, mutants. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think at the end of the episode, they do set it up that shield will, or sword will become, sword now. will become more of like space shield. Yeah. They set possibly. We'll see. Well, Nick Fury's in space. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. He with, is. With the scrolls. And yeah, and he's just chilling. That was, I swear, the biggest plot twist in the whole MCU, that the scrolls were not bad guys. I know, right? I, I really expected them to be bad guys. I mean, they could still make some scrolls be bad guys, but yeah. Anyway, let's not go off of that. So we get to the real world. So episode four now. Darcy's back from Thor to Dark Thor. Dark I like, World. I liked her. Well, she was in the first one, too. She was in the first Thor. Yeah. She was the intern, the poli sci intern, actually. <laughs> but she went on, changed her major, and got a doctorate in physics or like astrophysics. Or like something. a smart person. Hey. <laughs> but um, she did that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a history major. Now she, There's not a lot of jobs. <laughs> now she's working for S.W.O.R.D. to a degree. And also, John Woo. Or is it John or is it James? Jimmy. Jimmy Woo, Jimmy, Agent Jimmy. Woo from um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is in this. Yes, I love him. Also known as Asian Jim. If you're an Office fan, <laughs> you should know this. 
If you're not an Office fan, you think it's a racial slur. Also known as uh, Kim Jong-un in the interview. Oh, he was Kim Jong-un yeah. in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he's in it. I love him. He's, he's an so FBI good. agent. He's investigating a missing, per- missing person's case. Can I? Yeah, you can. I don't have a glass. I'm important to this can. <laughs> That's so ghetto, but go for it. Canned wine, dude. It's always Canned sunny. wine. Canned wine. Uh, I mean, I'm I've done gonna, it. I'm not going to have a I just want to try it, really. Really. Um, but yeah, Jimmy this is a good one. Jimmy Woo is, I swear people online have talked about it. I, and after watching WandaVision, I really want this, uh, a TV series based on Woo. Oh, definitely. Like X-Files, like, like investigating weird stuff in the Marvel universe. Yeah. That would be the best damn show. I would absolutely watch that. Like, Oh, Ghost Rider disintegrate, disintegrated a guy. Here's Jimmy Woo on the case. Mm, that's a good one. It is good wine. I've been enjoying it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it shows the real real world stuff. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it, but they basically kind of figure out what's going on. That she's. They eventually come to the conclusion that she is warping reality. Yeah. They well, try to approach it from a scientific standpoint. We didn't. We didn't specifically say it, but so basically, this fourth episode is the only episode that takes place almost exclusively. In the real world. Exclusively, yeah. All the other... After Aside this... Aside from the last one. After this, they jump back and forth a lot. But this episode is all happening outside of the town of WandaVision. And also something... So, there's a nosy neighbor in all of this. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, we Agnes. Yeah. And she talks... And so... Everyone watching the show was already suspicious of her that she was somebody. Um, well, spoiler alert. She wasn't Mephisto. She wasn't John Krasinski. <laughs> she was Agatha Harkness. Yes. Well, so, I also had to look up. So Agatha Harkness I had heard that n- I am like the type of Marvel fan where when they throw out a name like that, I'm like I've heard that. So let me tell you about but the But I don't really know anything about it. So this depiction in the series is way different from the comics besides the fact that she's a witch. So. Oh, I, I looked up. If you look up an image of the comic she's character. she's like an old lady. She's like an old lady. Old yeah. witch. She's not like. All of this actress. Middle age. Uh, what's the actress's name? Catherine uh, Hahn. She's fantastic. I loved all the stuff she was in before. She was in Step Brothers. She was like the horny mom that. <laughs> All I'm going to say is she did things to John C. Riley that was problematic. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it at that. But he kind of <laughs> enjoyed it. I mean, but <laughs> yeah, she did problematic things with John C. Riley. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. And her husband was a douche and he was from Parks and Rec. Yeah, I don't know the actor's name, but I... You know him. Yeah, he's from Parks and He's a big nerd in real life. Yeah. Apparently has like a TARDIS in his house. What a nerd. I know. Oh, oh I mean, I I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Very quick side tangent. Did you know how much of a nerd Henry Cavill is? Oh, he built his own PC, like gaming PC. Yeah. He almost missed his audition for Superman because he was playing World of Warcraft or doing a raid. That's awesome. <laughs> He's like plays Dungeons and Dragons. He's on record saying he prefers to play stay home playing video games than going out to parties. 
That's awesome. I really like Henry Cavill a lot more now. I already liked him, but now I'm like, oh, this guy's the bomb. He's like the king of nerds. I don't want to get into it, but I think he's a good Superman, but the writing's not there. No, no. He's a great actor. I like Henry Cavill. I love him as uh, the uh, Geralt, the Witcher. Geralt, yeah. Geralt, Geralt. Geralt? Geralt? In the games, they say Geralt, but I mean, it's it's Polish, though. I don't know how it's pronounced in Polish. Geralt. But yeah, yeah, he's good. We can do a whole episode. on. He's the, good. We could do a whole episode on like the Witcher and stuff like that. He's good though. He That's is, all we need to he know. He is good. Anyway, Agatha Harkness. It was Agatha all along. That was a great. I, I love her theme song. I've listened to it on I, Spotify. I like that they, when they did the twist, they did a theme song. <laughs> I can't remember their names, but they actually got the composers for like a lot of Disney movies like Frozen to do that. <laughs> really? To write it and oh, that's cool. compose the music. And it's good. It's a banger. It is. It's a good song. It really is. And I, I, I even threw it in my Halloween playlist. It's got that vibe, that spooky kind of like 50s. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Surf kind of vibe. But yeah, so it was Agatha all along. So Agatha was posing as Agnes, the nosy neighbor. But she was really manipulating Wanda the whole time to try to get her to reveal more magic and reality warping powers. Yeah. Figuring out what the fuck this lady is. Because the flashback sequence, Agatha was a witch around the time of the Salem witch trials in 1693. Well, the real Salem witch trials were in 1692. It's, eh, it's the same time. Yeah. It's whatever. She does mention well, that... Well, they didn't say that she was during the Salem witch yeah, trials. Well, they it was said, during the time of that. They said Salem, sixteen ninety. It was during that time. So I'm trying to put it into that. She might era. have not been uh, during the actual trial. Well, she was in a trial. That wasn't the trial. Yeah, those were, were those were her coven. Yeah, her coven was condemning her though. Condemning her, but that was not the Salem witch trials. Colton, you're being an asshole. Sorry. It was during that time period. During that time in Salem. Much like the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Salem Witch Trials ended in 1693. But there was plenty of witch trials after that. And before that. So don't even get me started on witch trials. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it was on June 3rd, 1692. June 3rd. Is that... Is, is, it, is the June 3rd like important for some reason or grand jury indicted john willard and rebecca nurse for witchcraft abigail williams testified on this day for the last time after that she disappears from all records so it was a important day interesting but the reason i'm saying june 3rd colton (laughs) is because agatha i mean agnes at the time she says if she says something about her and her husband's anniversary and she says it's on June 3rd. Oh, that's clever. And we never yeah. see her husband, well, not really until the end. Did we? Kind of. I didn't catch that. We'll get there. You, you'll explain it to me when we get there. But throughout history, <laughs> it w- has been believed. And now this is real history. Well, it's not real history, but it's a, it's kind of a myth that goes along with witches that their husband is the devil. Ah. 
that they pledge well, allegiance to the devil. Well, yeah. So, like uh, in the middle in the Middle Ages, for example, and we talked about this a little bit. We did a whole episode of witches. Yeah, check that episode out. Back it's a sp- banger. Back in Spooktober, um, uh, in the Middle Ages, for example, one of the if you thought someone might be a witch, if you suspected them, one thing you would the first thing you would do is you would see if they were a virgin or not. Mm-hmm. Because in medieval thought, witches had sex with the with demons or the devil, um, the devil or with one of the princes of hell like Beelzebub or whatever that. Yeah. Or Satan is not the same as the devil. Actually, that's a misconception among no. He's different stuff. Um, Satan would have been the one that was like with witches. But uh, so if if someone was a virgin, they, they there's no way they could have had sex with a demon. So they can't be a witch. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, easy. If you never want to get condemned to witchcraft, witchcraft, just never have sex. This takes me to one of the theories. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. This takes me to one of the theories that didn't end up happening. In fact, oh, yeah. none of the theories ended up happening. I so admittedly, to, I'm gonna admit this to you. Already know this. I'm gonna admit this to the audience. Um, I, uh, while most of this was airing, didn't watch it. I watched. I binge watched it like in the last couple of days. Yeah. Not for any good reason. I did want to watch. It. I just didn't get around to it or nothing like that. I just yeah. I just didn't watch it. So I wasn't looking at theories. That probably made it better for you. I don't know. Maybe. So maybe the theories are part of the experience, though. One of the theories was that Mephisto would turn up at some point. Mephisto in the Marvel comics is basically the devil. He made the Ghost Rider and stuff to deal with that. And then also in Scarlet Witch and Vision comics, Mephisto, basically, he tricked Wanda into creating children, her children, so they could be his, like, demon spawn. Because, like I told you earlier, Ghost Rider already shut the door in the face of Mephisto. He was out of there. So he needed some new agents, you know, under his control. So he tried to get Wanda to have kids that he could control. Eventually, they are freed. But for a long time, they are demon spawn. So far, that has not happened in the Marvel Universe, in the cinematic universe. Yeah, so far. That did not happen in the show. I'm not saying it might, it couldn't happen. It could. But they did not introduce Mephisto. Going back to Agatha. Um, just so you guys know, if you're listening, it's the guy that Peter Fonda in the Shredder movie if that's Mephisto yeah from Easy Rider yeah if you're not uh, familiar the same motorcycle and we'll do a Ghost Rider episode don't even worry about it oh commentary yeah. whatever anything Nick Cage related yeah we do <laughs> we will do but the motorcycle and Ghost Rider is the same one from Easy Rider oh really just repainted with the flames oh that's cool yeah because the one on Easy Rider has the American flag and stuff you know? <laughs> yeah it's a cool bike it is Anyway, so yeah, a lot of people thought Mephisto was going to be in it. A lot of people thought he was Agatha's pet rabbit, Sinor Scratchy. Sinor Scratchy could have also been her... I can't remember if it was her husband or son. 
Oh, yeah, Mephisto, like, posed as Nicholas Scratch. It's a weird rabbit. It eats, like, a roach or fly thing that he, she gives yeah, it. Yeah, it eats, like, a fly roach <laughs> bug. And, um, it's like a fly. No, it's a bird. Sun. No, it's a roach. Then it's oh, a bird. it was a bird, yeah. She it turned into a bird. She fed it a bird. Yeah, rabbits don't eat birds, no, right? No, most of them don't. <laughs> I'm no expert on rabbits, but I'm going to assume. I mean, I bet the Monty Python rabbit does. It doesn't, the Monty Python rabbit doesn't seem to feast on what it kills. It just kills. It just kills, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indiscriminately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nicholas Scratch was Agatha's son in the comics, a powerful sorcerer, and he tried to release Mephisto and the devil and like a cosmic being called a sh- show Gimmeroff, I think. Um, he's like a Lovecraftian guy. And then Reed Richards closed the portal with science. You know. Reed Richards, he's just everywhere. Have There's this one podcast I listen to some, Marveling at Marvels. Marvels, that's the name. <laughs> the first episode they did, and they have like 170 episodes now. The first episode they did was on Fantastic Four. Yeah. And the whole point of the show is the host knows like everything about Marvel Comics. He, he you know. And then the co-host doesn't know anything about it. In fact, he doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> so he tries to convince them that the Fantastic Four are good guys, and basically the consensus is the rest of them are okay. And like he likes the thing a lot cuz he's wholesome and the he thing has heart. Is the best guy. But he came it. to the conclusion that Reed Richards was actually a villain. Yeah, so here's my <laughs> my opinion on the Fantastic Four. The thing is cool. The rest of them are dicks. Yeah. Miss Fantastic and Flaming Torch. Human Torch. I'm sorry. Human Torch. They're just dicks. But they're not, like, bad. And then Reed Richards is, like, mad scientist. Like. Yeah, Reed <laughs> Richards is Dr. Horrible... But he's a good guy. He's That's a, BS. He has a heart of gold, but he is still... He is so logical. The mad scientist. Yeah, definitely. And and there are so many times I'm talking about Marvel with you where you'll we'll be talking about something and then you'll be like, and then Reed Richards showed up and did the... I'll be like, of course Reed And he Richard, did it. He, of <laughs> course he shows up. Because <laughs> why the hell wouldn't he? Um, and the that same podcast... Um, they the co-host also came to the conclusion that Charles Xavier runs a child army. <laughs> I mean, they have their own jet. They go to sovereign nations. Yeah, I mean, are the X-Men not a private militia? <laughs> and, and also that, that are raised from child from like preteen age? I know this was a few episodes ago, but I think I mentioned it even. Hogwarts is raising a child army. Of wizards. Sort of, yeah. It's basically At that. least during the Harry Potter time. Yeah. Yeah. Because during the Harry Potter... Okay. Uh, another... No. I'm not going to get into that. It's a child <laughs> army culture. Yeah. <laughs> Don't deny it. I'm not going to... Don't get into it. At least during the Harry Potter books, through that time period, yes. I'm not going to get into that. Let's so, okay. The bunny wasn't the devil. It wasn't Mephisto. It wasn't her son. It was just a weird rabbit that ate a bird. Yeah. It was probably like a cat or something at some point, and she turned it into a rabbit because, you know. Maybe they'll do something with that later, but I doubt it. Well, apparently it was a deleted scene 
Um, we're not exactly sure who the rabbit transformed into. But there was a deleted scene where basically Quicks or Pietro, quote unquote Pietro, and Monica would try to take the dark hold. Mm-hmm. Then the rabbit would transform into a guy and be like, no, no, no. You're not taking this dark hold. <laughs> so it's clearly it, sentient. So it was going to be somebody. Do we know who the actor was? All I know, it was a, it was supposed to be something, but it was hmm. deleted. Interesting. Well, the rabbit's clearly sentient, but that's all we know. Anyway, so we go on. So it's Zagatha all along. Oh, my God. And then sword. So basically, we move on. Sword was taking vision apart just for scraps. Yeah. And at this... And at Reverse engineering them. At this point... Or at least trying to. At this point, after episode four, we, what we have been told is that Wanda went into S.W.O.R.D. headquarters and stole Vision's body. That's what we were told. That's what we were told, yes. Turns Let's out, not take too much longer on this. Turns out, to, turns about to, I, I just got to bring that up because it's important because it turns out to be false. Basically, Wanda goes to see Vision at S.W.O.R.D. headquarters. They're tearing them apart and she's upset, obviously. She just wants to bury them. The director's like, no, that's $3 billion worth of vibranium. And then... I'm not going to lie. I understand him. I understand him, but he's the worst. Yeah, he's the worst, but also he's like... He's just a bureaucrat. Would, would I give up $3 billion worth of... Anything? Anything. <laughs> no. No. Even yeah. if it was a person? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> but, so anyways, she goes to this house in this town in Westview, Virginia, I mean, uh, New Jersey, which... This is where it all takes place. This is where she's doing all the reality warping. Yeah. And basically she creates a house and she creates vision out of seemingly nothing. Through anger. She she breaks yeah. down. And she can just do that. And, you and I see think it's I think it's implied that when she does this, she also suppresses her memories of everything else. Just because of the the trauma of it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we find out she makes Vision. She made her kids the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she made Vision, you see this yellow energy, just like the Mind Stone, come out of her. Yeah. Later on, she says, I have a piece of the Mind Stone in me. So that's another explanation of why she's so powerful. Because she yeah. has an Infinity Stone, basically. One thing we were talking about, how is the, so the Infinity Stones were um, destroyed... But it's important to remember that doesn't mean that there's not remnants of them. The left. residual like energy is still there in yeah. the universe. Yeah. If you can harness it, you know. Yeah. There's just not these very obvious stones that let you harness it. Yeah. But it's still there. The, the energy and the power is still there. Just oh, yeah. We skipped over something. I, I We got to mention it. So at the end of the 80s episode, Quicksilver shows up. But oh, it's yeah. Evan Peters from X Men. From X Men, yes. And this what this is what really got a lot of people going, even more than that alone. The audio description for that episode said, "Quicksilver from the X Men films appears." Huh. It says that. 
I didn't notice that. I had the subtitles on. I didn't notice. Well, that. the audio description, like when you click the for the accessibility. Oh yeah, yeah. You like if you're blind. Um, and it says from the X Men films, the Fox X Men films, because that's what he is. That's the actor, Evan <laughs> Peters. Yeah. And I like him in it. He's he's funny. He's, he's a good. Hero. Yeah, Evan uh, Peters is great. During the Halloween episode, he he does say like some mean things about Vision. He's like. It's not like your dead husband can die twice. I mean, he doesn't talk like that. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's honestly a fucking dick. He's a dick, but he's funny. He's funny. I, I, I like and him. And he's got he the is, super speed and everything. He, he is a dick. I love their outfits during the Halloween episode. The DIY, like... Yeah. We like, should, they're all in their comic accurate outfits. We should just do that for Halloween. Definitely. <laughs> um, and I love Wanda's outfit in that. You do vision, and I'll do Wanda. vision just with the red face paint yeah. and like gym shorts. <laughs> you, 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 you do vision, I'll do Wanda. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh God, that would but be yeah, terrifying. I love that Halloween episode. <laughs> and Quicksilver, he's there, but he doesn't play like a really big part in this. No, the the part he plays is to, he's there to manipulate to Wanda, raise the question of like what is this the, multiverse stuff? Yeah, of what's going on. Later on, Agatha says she couldn't resurrect her Quicksilver because he was in a different country and full of holes from the bullets. Yeah. So we thought she brought another Quicksilver from a different universe in. Different reality. Well, in the last episode. She just kidnapped a guy. Yeah. She just mind controlled (laughs) and gave a guy powers because she can just do that, I guess. Yeah. Um, Ralph... Boner. That's Ralph, his name. Ralph Boner. B-O-H-N-E-R. It was a big middle finger to the fans because we all thought it was going to be like multiverse, like introducing the X-Men. And it still could. They could go back and say, oh, it said Ralph Boner, but he was actually Pietro the whole time. It was like deep cover, like, oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. They could do that. I doubt it. Though. I don't think they should, though. No. He could be something. Maybe he'll have the powers for now on. Maybe Ralph Boner will be the in-universe Quicksilver. <laughs> That'd be cool. I guess. I really like Evan Peters as Quicksilver. I, I do like Evan Peters. He's he's a good he's good. Yeah. Um, but so that happens. Let's just get to the climax. Okay. We're gonna take too long trying to explain everything. So one of my theories, and this goes with the climax. So basically, Sword they use Wanda's energy. When she bust into the sword complex to see Vision. Or no. They use it from a drone they sent in that has her in the I do want to, before we get into that, I do want to um, mention that there is a scene. It's in the fourth episode, the Halloween episode. She's talking to Pietro, and there is a reference to kick-ass. Oh, yeah. He says, like, something like, what is he? He says, like, kick-ass. Yeah. She's like, kick-ass, huh? Yeah, apparently that was not like... Because Evan Peters was in that. Apparently that... I just want to point out that apparently that was not an accident. That was definitely on purpose because that's... Well, I mean, Evan Peters was... Yeah, Evan Peters was in that. And Aaron Taylor Johnson was the main character. Aaron Taylor Johnson was the main character. That was... And they both played Quicksilver. That was not an accident. That was... I still... I'm... I'm suspect that they're still going to do something with Evan Peters in uh, that universe. I hope so. You don't just bring him in. No, yeah, I hope for a still, joke. I hope they still do more with him. I hope, yeah, it wasn't just for a prank. I well, at yeah. least I hope it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but so the finale, 
So basically, Sword using Wanda's energy, and by the way, we find out that she's the Scarlet Witch. That's her comic book name, and that she has chaos they, magic. They finally give her that name. They finally give her that name. They finally live up to it. But, and that she used chaos magic. Well, anyways, they use her magic, her energy, to bring back the Vision. Yeah. But it's not the vision we know. The 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 body of the, the body re, the of reconstructed the body of the vision in real and life. And he's the white vision. And in the comics, um, after Vision gets really messed up, um, he's rebuilt, but he doesn't have his personality or like soul. Mm-hmm. And he's just this purely logical synthesoid. And that's yeah, and that's what this is. Yeah. That's what this is, and that's why he's white because the colors represent his personality. And he's basically. not just white though; they did they did actually subtly change things about him. Like he's more angular. Well, yeah, it's a different. Yeah, he's a little bit more intimidating looking. He's angular. He has a more like kind of like more produced looking design. Yeah, like he was manufactured. Yeah. Um. And it's slightly more robotic in his design. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's still Paul Bettany in makeup. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Paul, before like the final couple episodes, Paul Bettany was like, yeah, I got to work with someone I've always wanted to work with. It was Paul Bettany. It was himself. Because <laughs> yeah. he has a scene with himself. <laughs> I love that scene. That scene was fantastic. Oh, and I'll post this meme, but basically in the finale, it's Agatha and Wanda saying... Give me your magic. No, you. And then Vision and White Vision are like, the ship of Theseus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just... <laughs> this was so good. So, you know, White Vision comes in and his... His goal is to kill Wanda. Yeah, his his protocol is to kill Wanda and also to kill Vision. The, yeah. And he's fighting Vision because Vision finally shows up again. Because uh, there's a whole little tiny sub-arc where Vision went off and... Met up with Darcy and all yeah, met up with Darcy is the office kind yeah. of yeah, know. office modern family type of yeah, thing. and uh, so he's fighting you know White Vision's fighting Vision, and they're fighting and you know White Vision is like <laughs> it's my protocol I have to kill Vision and Vision who's realized that he's like manifested by Wanda at this point yeah um is like well what if I'm not Vision. And White Vision is like, stops. And he's like, continue. Explain. Yeah, like, please. <laughs> and and they they basically have just a philosophical debate. Yeah. In the middle of a fight. And they talk about the ship of Theseus. Like, if you replace the old rotted wood with new wood, is it still the same ship? Yeah, it, it's it's this debate. And, and they basically come co- to the conclusion that it's both. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the debate relates to humans where, like, so our cells die and are regenerated. Yeah. So... And I don't remember how long it takes, basically, but basically, like the oh, you have a new skin a couple the, times. The, ja- the Jackson, well, every cell in your body after a certain yeah. amount of time. So the Jackson from ten years ago is that Jackson now? Shut up! That don't you get know, into that. But uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, they just stop and have a philosophical debate, and then I love it. And then and then Wanda and Agatha they're just screaming at each other. But then and then well, then Vision goes to White Vision. He because White Vision is the actual synthetic body. Or the real body of Vision, so yeah, because he's more than just a robot. He's a carbon-based synthetic being. Yeah. So he's like, well, it's you can't just get rid of those memories. So he like restores those memories to he him. He restores his memories, 
but he doesn't have the emotion. Yeah. So, and then, you know, white vision is just like really fucking mind fucked. Here. <laughs> so he just fucks off. Well, he just says, I'm the vision. Yeah. He doesn't have the and emotion. And he flies off. He doesn't participate in like He's got the memories, but not the emotions. And then the so wi- I guess he's going to. And not the wisdom of having existed. Is he going to try to figure so that weird. out or something? Or like explore the world or I, find like his that, place? Bet, yeah. Because he's still, he's a brand new being. Well, and that basically means vision is back. Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. Just not, a different not vision. Not quite yet. Um, but yeah. he has been confirmed to appear as that vision. White Vision and Armor Wars with Don Cheadle. Nice. And what that is, it's basically going to be War Machine fighting a bunch of corporate guys that have gotten a hold of Stark's armors. Yeah. War Machine fighting corporations. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. <laughs> with a Gatling gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tank missiles. <laughs> um, but anyways, and then Wanda and Agatha have a Dragon Ball Z laser fight. And that's my main problem. And I already told you, but this is my main problem with the finale. Yeah, I agree with this. Yeah. It's just a bunch of lasers. It's It's laser fights. It's not a very well done fight scene, like finale thing. It's good emotionally. Yeah. And it has all the plot points. So basically Agatha's whole goal is to absorb Wanda's magic so she can have the chaos magic Mm -hmm. and do anything. Um, well, Wanda learns about the runes and stuff. She sets runes and then she wins. She absorbs Agatha's magic or some yeah. And um well, after they beat her, she forces her to be the nosy. Oh, and she becomes the Scarlet Witch, she has her outfit and it's cool. It's rad. It's rad, right? It's super rad. Super rad, yeah. super cool. Real rad. Um and well, it's rad. But yeah. um <laughs> um kind of hair metal. Yeah, it's kind of hair metal-y. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. I was thinking that. But anyway, she makes Agatha be the no- nosy neighbor again and traps <laughs> her in Westview, which is really she messed up. She traps her in that persona. Yeah, and she's like kind of shedding a tear. Like she messes with her it's mind. so weird. And tra- it's kind of fucked up. But she's like, uh, when I need you, I'll come back Yeah, if I need anything. It's kind of But you're going to be right here. It's fate for her. It is. Like, I'd rather be locked up in jail. Yeah. In prison than be stuck in a 50 sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That's really weird. As a character yeah. without any free will. Like, yeah, what she is that? took away her free will and, and forces her to be a character. Well, it's like she knows in her subconscious. You know what I mean? That's the sad yeah. part. Yeah. But, yeah, they beat each other up with lasers. Uh, Magic bolts, Jackson. Oh, yeah. Magic bolts. Uh. <laughs> magic missiles magic missiles yes <laughs> yeah. um there is a part where she hits her with a car agatha that, was, that Ag- was pretty good that was pretty good M- agatha's like you can't affect you can't magic. beat me <laughs> that's really <laughs> car boom it's like well that and there's a nice little nod to wizard Voss when she lo- oh, yeah. looks for the body it's just her boots there which is yeah. pretty cool that was pretty good but in any way so yeah white vision's gone he's i don't know what he's doing and then um they win. She wins. But not really. She doesn't really win. Because she's been keeping this town basically as slaves to play her shows this whole time. So what she does, her and Vision, her and the kids have a last goodbye. And her kids are Speed and Wiccan, by the way. Yeah. 
So speed is basically Quicksilver. He's fast. Wiccan's kind of like Wanda. He has like magic and stuff. Um, but not nearly as much reality manipulation as she does. But yeah, she says goodbye to her kids. Yeah, basically her, but not as OP. Yeah. yeah. And then she says goodbye to Vision. And then Vision fades away and she tells him, oh, you're made of my sadness and hope and despair and love and wires and blood and <laughs> all this fun <laughs> stuff. Everything that makes a man. Love, despair, hope, wires, blood. Yeah. And bones. Bones. <laughs> and sadness. <laughs> so he fades away. She finally leaves the town. And also Monica this whole time is investigating. It's kind of the less fun parts of the show in my opinion yeah but monica's investigating they're trying to figure it out she ends up getting powers from wanda's like reality like from her magic yeah because she went in and out of the she went out it in and and out so many different times yeah and so monica rambeau so she is the daughter of captain marvel's friend maria Uh in the captain marvel movie not a big fan of that movie i've only seen it like twice i think it's okay it's I think it's it's a perfectly fine standalone it's, movie. It's one of the most mediocre <laughs> Marvel movies, but it's fine. It's like on the level of Iron Man two. Yeah, but at least Iron Man two's fun. Of like, well, I think Captain Marvel's fun. I just don't think it's a. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just not. It's got Sam Jackson as like a major role. That's cool. <laughs> it feels. Pretentious. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? I just generally don't like how they've handled Captain Marvel in the. In yeah. The but that's a whole I, nother thing. I like Brie Larson. I just don't like how they've written She's the, the little girl. Monica Rambo's the little girl in that. Yeah. And I think I tried to say it earlier, but we got on a side tangent about John C. Riley or something. But we, in episode four, we get this whole scene of she comes back from the blip, the snap. Mm-hmm. She fades back into existence. She was waiting at her mom's hospital de- bed. Well, her mom already died five years ago because yeah. of the snap. But to her, it was just moments. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Yeah, you know, and it was really cool how they did that effect and like people fading in and stuff, like and how chaotic that is. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's good that everyone came back, but it was still hectic as hell. Like Hulk, Bruce Banner, he made sure people were safe. But he probably didn't have time or enough effort to make sure they weren't going to bump into people and, like, be in the wrong place and, like, whatever. Yeah. He was probably just thinking, okay, everyone that was on the plane, just put them on the ground safely. Everyone was driving a car. Just put them somewhere safe. You know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> um, he wasn't thinking, oh, if they were waiting at their mom's He, he didn't account bed. for the situation specifically. <laughs> he didn't account for other people still around. Yeah. He couldn't have. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's so much. But, but yeah, I thought that was a really cool scene. But basically, at the end, uh, Agatha kind of, she exhibitions us. Um, mm. And we learn about Wanda's past, that um, when the Stark missile landed, that blew up her family and almost mm. blew up her and her, and her brother. Yeah. She was actually using a hex on it. Because we know Stark weapons work. Yeah, they're very good at Killing people. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> he the, was. They're the best. <laughs> Stark weapons were the best. Yeah. So she did manipulate it so it wouldn't blow up. It didn't just, it wasn't defective. Yeah. Um, Which is pretty it's cool. It's not hammer tech. 
<laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool, though. It's, yeah. It's a cool little so we detail. get to see her backstory, and, like, the Mind Stone, the way I view it, at least, is that the Mind Stone just shows her what she is. You could, I mean, it could yeah. amplify that, but I think it really just reveals, like, that she's the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it amplifies it enough for her to easier have an easier time grasping it. But she was going to be the Scarlet Witch before the Mind Stone. Yeah. And which implies that she is a mutant. Yeah. Now, we don't know Quicksilver's situation. Did she just give him powers? Did the Mind Stone give him powers? Or was he a mutant? Yeah. Didn't they? And the Mind Stone just accelerated that. Yeah, made him develop powers earlier. Because with mutants, they often develop, they mostly develop powers like through puberty or like through a, like a stressful event. It can be later, But though. sometimes it is later. Yeah. And possibly he would have developed his powers later, but the Mind Stone... Like Deadpool, for instance. Yeah. He was forced into being a mutant by being tortured, basically. Yeah. So that's also showing like... Uh, he wasn't a mutant until he was like be, 30. You don't have to be born a mutant. Exactly. It can be manipulated that yeah. way. So maybe the Mind Stone manipulated Pietro into being a mutant. Yeah. We don't really know. We do know they are going to introduce the X-Men and mutants in MCU. They have the rights now. Yeah. They are doing the multiverse and all Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which Elizabeth Olsen Wanda is going to be in. Yeah. That's in cool. a prominent role. <laughs> so that's going to be awesome. And also, yeah, I want a Doctor Strange to show up. I love Doctor Strange. But awesome. at the same time, I'm glad he didn't show up because that would have taken away from no, her I'm arc. I'm glad they made it a little more contained as it's just about Wanda. Also, I, I forgot to mention it, but I did have this, and a lot of people had this crazy theory that White Vision was going to be Ultron reincarnated. That would have been cool. Because it made sense because yeah. if you take the Mind Stone from Vision and Wanda, she took Vision from Vision, mm -hmm. what's left? Yeah. Ultron. He downloaded most of his consciousness into Vision before the Avengers that been interrupted. That would have been cool. Um, there was even a thing on yeah. Google that said James Spader was the voice of Ultron in this series. Ah, uh, yeah. And I guess technically he was in a flashback, like for two seconds. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, see, I was adamant that White Vision was going to have the voice of James Spader. And he's going to be like, Ultron in the flesh. And he was going to do Ultron stuff. And Ultron yeah. would be back. Yeah. I still think Ultron could come back. That would be cool because I think... I think There's been things in the MCU that's uh, pointed to that. I think but Ultron was misused. He was a great villain. I don't hate Age He's of Ultron. He's not a one-movie villain, though. Yeah, I don't hate Age of Ultron as a movie. It's okay. Ultron's a Thanos villain, But yeah, almost. Ultron was like, heavily misused. Yeah. He's um, a fantastic villain. But like Spider-Man Homecoming, you see an Ultron head and its eyes are red. Which means he's active in it. Yeah. But it could just be whatever, you know, just an Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, probably. But um, maybe. They could definitely bring him back. It will not be stretching it to say that they failed to but yeah. destroy one little piece of him. I thought survived. White Vision was going to be Ultron. Yeah. But he wasn't. That would, have been just, a, that would have been a cool He was basically just way to go, but, uh, evil. Well, not evil, but just like controlled vision without any personality. Yeah. Then they had a philosophical conversation and he was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> basically. I just love that scene. It's um, philosophical conversations. On the vision. And so that's that. And he's gone now. We don't know what he's doing. Maybe a billion Falcon Winter Soldier. Who knows? That'd be cool. 
But so basically she fixes the reality of Westview. The house is gone. Vision's gone. Her kids are gone. And that's it. She then goes to live out in the mountains. It looks like it could be Alaska, Montana, Colorado, Canada, something like that. Northwest United States. Northwest, yeah. Something like that. Pacific um, Northwest. It looks more... doesn't look as Pacific Northwest to me. Yeah. looks Rocky Mountains. Rocky Mountains are like up in, way up Canadian in Alaska. Canadian Rockies. Yeah, Canadian or, Rockies. Or, you know. But, um, so she's out in the mountains in a cabin. It looks like she's just drinking tea, chilling out in her sw- sweatpants, you know. But then... Because Agatha said earlier in the series that the Scarlet Witch is supposed to be more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. who we know is Doctor Strange. And she knows that, too. Who went toe-to-toe with Thanos and was fine, generally. He was okay. It was a cool fight. It was a really cool... It's the best magic fight they've done. See, I wanted a magic fight like that in this, but no. It, they were just yeah. shooting lasers at each other. Yeah. Scarlet Witch's powers are cool, but visually they're not as cool. Well, they can be with the reality warping, which they just didn't do at the end. They were just flying around having a Dragon Ball Z fight. <laughs> yeah. That's virtually what happened. It's a Dragon Ball Z fight. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, you know, the two visions were just shooting lasers at each other, but their fight was good because they had the conversation at the end. Yeah. Their, their fight <laughs> had more dynamic to it. And also they, you know, vision and they did cool stuff with the phasing the and phasing. Like, and then when they got on the ground, they were, like plummeting through stuff. Yeah, and like, that was cool. Because they're... The, s- the shots where they were in the air. The robot Superman. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> the shots where they're in the air, though, just shooting lasers at each other. But anyways, so, so she is more powerful than Source of Supreme, which makes sense because she has the natural power, the hex, the mm-hmm. chaos magic. So, Because she didn't have to learn any spells to be able to warp reality into whatever she wanted it to be. Um... But now she's got the dark hold, which is just kind of like a the best way to describe it for newcomers. It's basically the Marvel Necronomicon. Yeah, it's the dark sorcery book. Um, I'm sure, sure, Doctor Strange is not going to be happy with her. Oh, that. and he definitely knows about it. He, oh yeah, he maybe there's even a whole theory that Agatha stole that from Doctor Strange while he was dead. Yeah, that she didn't get snapped. So she used that and went into his sanctum. He definitely probably knows a lot about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, which makes so sense. If he, I mean, if she's in that movie and he finds out she has that book, he ain't going to be happy. No, because she could potentially end the planet or the universe because <laughs> she's so powerful. Because in the comics, as we know, the House of M is when she says no more mutants and then there's no more mutants. Yeah. And, yeah. and we saw before in Avengers Endgame, she almost killed Thanos single-handedly without a problem. Oh, yeah. She she was not She did better than Captain Marvel. She did better. Well, Thor technically did kill Thanos, but when he was weak. Yeah. That, that didn't and Thor could have if he went for the head. So she did at least as good as Thor. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but we zoomed in the mountains. She's in the cabin. Well, really, she it's astral proje- projection. Mm-hmm. In, in reality, she's studying the Darkhold, and it plays the Doctor Strange theme music. Yeah. And while it's not s- direct, it is going to be an obvious segue into the Multiverse of Madness. 
Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be cool where they take us. And I really think she's going to have something to do with the multiverse being in madness. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we could get the Spider-Verse stuff. Like a lot of this stuff could be based off of what she does. Spider-Man's coming out in December. Yeah, that's coming out this year. This year. Oh my god. With Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Uh, I heard Willem Dafoe might be in it a little bit. That'd be so cool. Um, Andrew Garfield, you know, all my alarm's going on, which means it's almost time for us to end. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's it. So, overall. It was, it was great. Besides those last couple episodes, if I would round everything together, I'd still give it a solid 8 out of 10. I'd pretty much agree with that. If if we're regarding um, Disney Plus content, Mandalorian being a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And a 1 out of 10 being... The Song Black, of the South. Song of the <laughs> no, South. No, that's not on there. Don't worry. Um, The Black Cauldron. I don't know. The shitty Disney movies. Um, This would be... An there, you know there's a Disney movie where Blackbeard's ghost coaches hockey team or no it's a soccer team he coaches a soccer team and it's blackbeard's ghost what movie is this because i need to watch it it's like from the 70s <laughs> we'll have to watch it it's live action it sounds awesome yeah um, i definitely need to <laughs> blackbeard watch coaching a soccer team yeah okay screw that well i can't believe if, i didn't mention that 10 out of 10 is blackbeard coaching a soccer team and 9 out of 10 is the mandalorian 8 out of 10 would be one of i think the problem was people that were watching it when it was coming out had too much time on their hands to come up with all these theories. Yeah. And it is fun to come up with theories and I'm not going to stop, but not being able to binge watch it did kind of hurt us because I think if we binge watch it, I binge watched it. See, I think you weren't as disappointed as I was. I watched the first three episodes a few days ago and then the four through nine today. Right. Like <laughs> luckily there wasn't that many episodes and they weren't super long. Either. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a long... You can binge watch it. 35 minutes, 30 minutes. You can binge watch it in half a day. Yeah. Um, But I think that's the problem. A lot of us wanted this Luke Skywalker thing to happen in the last episode. But it didn't, yeah. It didn't. No. It was a good conclusion. If they did another season of this, which I don't think they will because it's just going to continue into the movies. Yeah, it was a good good conclusion. I mean... But it needs something to follow. It would have been too fan servicey if they're like... Oh, it's Mephisto. He's coming out of a dimension. Yeah. Oh, and then Doctor Strange is showing up and he's like, it didn't stop need, it. It didn't need to be some <laughs> big... John Krasinski! It didn't need to be... I this, wanted him. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't need to be some <laughs> big like revelation in the MCU. When they were talking about the aerodynamics engineer, I thought oh, it was going to yeah. be Reed Richards. That, yeah, that would be cool. It, yeah, but it did... I, and I when think, they did the whole like office modern family thing, I thought John Krasinski was going to show up at oh. the end. Oh. That would have been perfect. He well, I mean, he, uh, it's practically confirmed he's gonna be Reed Richards. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, it, but it, I I think it was good though because it it didn't need to be the uh, reveal a bunch of crazy stuff about the MCU. Also, show. it was good being if just you don't really Wandavision. Mandalorian season one didn't have anything like that in it. It was Not just really. a standalone Star Wars thing. No, it did have a good a better finale episode i think so yeah but no you're that's a good point though really it's the finale episode and that well the exposition episode's cool because it shows her past i'm not gonna dock it no but it's it's really it's the finale episode that docks it 
some from being a nine out of ten. Just because it's just not because it's bad. It just could have been done better. It's just underwhelming. The fights aren't interesting enough, especially yeah. Wanda and Agatha. It turned from it basically turned from this interesting Marvel story into a generic superhero battle. And like generic, generic. It was very generic. Not even like with the exception of the ship of Theseus. That oh, was, that's my favorite thing. That was cool. I like that. So if you could get your laptop out or phone. Yes. Whatever's most convenient for you. We're going to wrap this up. But as in typical, I'm going to have some more wine, by the way. Do it. In typical odd drunk podcast fashion, we're going to do a quiz. Because that's always fun to end things on. What's this quiz called? Which WandaVision character are you on BuzzFeed? Our favorite website. Oh, I love BuzzFeed. Social Justice Warriors Unite. Was that a little obvious, like too obviously sarcastic? No, I think it was super obvious that you really love it, Colton. I love BuzzFeed. (laughs) You love it. I hate BuzzFeed. Oh, they have fun quizzes. But they have fun quizzes. Get over it. But yeah, they are Um, annoying. Is it uh, this one? Yes. Okay. Okay. And we'll we'll put the link in this. We'll, I'll I'll remember to save it, <laughs> so you can play too. Okay. First, qu- or not even a question. Pick a WandaVision decade to spend a day in. A WandaVision decade. Fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens. So, are we specifically going WandaVision decades? That's what it says. All right, then nineties, two thousands. I think normally I would go with 70s. When it comes to sitcom realities. Yeah, I'm going to go 92,000s because I love their outfits in that. Yeah. The I Halloween would, episode. I would totally be like in Malcolm, Malcolm in the, the middle, middle, like dude, bro. Like, yeah. oh, we're just chilling out. You know, we have a N64. You know, we have video games. We have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably go with that. Um, which one of these superpowers powers would you rather have? Superhuman intelligence, flight, magic. That's reality, so vague. Reality ma- manipulation, energy blast, or superhuman strength. Jesus. Me, reality ma- manipulation. That's too dangerous, though. I mean, we've seen that. Um, for me, I'd want something practical. Okay, I guess if we're going to agree that that's too dangerous, then I'm going to go with magic because it's so vague, it could mean a lot of things. I'm going to go with superhuman intelligence. It's pretty good. Because that can be used in so many different ways. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with magic. Help me get through this. Magic is pretty vague. There's a lot of cool stuff you can Help do. Help me magic. get through college a lot easier if I had superhuman intelligence. I just have human intelligence, <laughs> <laughs> which a, has a wide range. <laughs> pick a quote from the show. Oh, okay. The only way forward is back. But what is grief? If not, love perse- I love that one. Persevering. Can't control this pain. Uh, um. So you're saying the universe created two sick to create a sitcom starring two Avengers? That's pretty good. I'm gonna go with but what is grief if not love persevering from gonna, the vision? I'm gonna go with fine, I'll go out with you, but I'm ordering lobster. <laughs> That's pretty good. Which of these words best describes you? <laughs> Resilient, empathetic, sarcastic, <laughs> <laughs> wise, supportive, mischievous. Mm-hmm. Um If I'm gonna be Honest? Should I be honest or... Be um, honest. Okay, empathetic. 
Because that's not the same as being like always good. Empathetic means like you feel bad about stuff. You feel bad. You feel guilty. You care about people. I feel I have a sense of, sense of empathy. Otherwise, like, otherwise, I would go with sarcastic. I'm going to go with supportive. I can be very sarcastic. I like supporting people I like. Yeah. If you could be in any of these Marvel movies, which one would it be? Captain Marvel? Nah. Age of Ultron? Uh, I'd probably get killed by a robot. Wait. If I could be one of them. No, be in. <laughs> oh, I thought it was be a Marvel movie. No, you're going to be in one of these movies. Um, Thor? Would I just be like in New Mexico or Asgard? <laughs> I think that's the first Thor. Yeah. Um, Wherever you want in the movie, I guess. But New Mexico's. I'm gonna go with Ant Man and the Wasp. That's the least death. The least and death. destruction. Yeah, and, and Infinity War, I'd probably be wiped out in a snap. And you know, I'd be one of those. I would be in that movie because I would, I would just want to avoid collateral damage. And also, if I had a speaking role, I think I would fit in that movie. Oh, I would I, be in Thor, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll be in the New Mexico part in Thor. And when him and Eric Selvig are having a beer at the bar, I'll be like back in the corner oh, having a beer at that bar. Dude. And then I'll be like, oh, it's Chris Hemsworth Thor. And dude, what a good point. <laughs> You've changed my mind. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast. I'm going with Thor. Because remember when they drink the pints? Yeah. Like, they, they're drinking, oh, and Natalie Portman's there. They're, so drinking boil, they're drinking Boilermakers. I remember that. Yeah. They're not <laughs> drinking pints. Confirmed Odd Drunk Podcast was at that bar in the Thor in the MCU. Even though we weren't of age and we were like 14, 13. This is the MCU. It's not real life. It's the MCU. Yeah. Timeline is we're from the multiverse. Real life real life timeline does not have to match up with the MCU. It's the multiverse. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> What's your greatest weakness? People underestimate me when I'm capable of. I'm a little stubborn. I'll do anything to get what I want. I have too much trust in others. Spend too much time lost in my thoughts. Uh, jerk off too much. No. <laughs> um, I'm hesitant to step up and take the lead. Um, for me, I I know this, and I'm self-aware enough. I can be a little stubborn. Um, I spend a lot of time lost in my thoughts. I'm trying to get past that, like being stuck in my beliefs and like whatever. Yeah, I think I'm better about it, but I can be a little stubborn. Yeah. I'm trying to be honest here, guys. Which of these heroes would you team up with on a mission? Shuri, Captain America, Spider-Man, Loki. He would probably just kill me. Yeah, definitely not Loki. Um, Gamora, maybe. Um, Iron Man. Well, he would probably, I'd probably explode. Do we have superpowers in this scenario or is it just literally It just says, which of these heroes would you team up with on a mission? We could go with the previous power that we picked. So if I have superhuman intelligence. Okay. So we're assuming we have that power, right? Because if not, because she has technology and she's not going to be selfish like Iron Man. <laughs> she might give me some of that technology to help me out. Right? I'm going to go. But if I have. Spider-Man would be cool, but there's no way I could keep up with him. If I have magic. Captain America. Because if I got magic, he's not going to, you know, yeah, he's more skilled than me, but magic, I, you know, he's not going to just like totally like overshadow me totally. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go with Captain. I'm gonna go with Spider Man because oh, we could just be chilling out in Queens. Oh, that that's a good point. Have a churro. Have a churro. Yeah. Um, you know, save a cat from a tree. Yeah. That's and I'm talking about Spider Man when he's not going into space and fighting yeah. Thanos. Well, I'm ima- I'm also imagining the type of Captain America mission where you're just like hanging out at coffee shops spying on people. Well, I almost went with Captain America because he um, would always defend you. Yeah, he would he's, he he would have my back. Yeah. And if I have magic like we have established with our previous choices, if I had magic, you know, that that would help me out. I I I could I could be there with him. Well, and if I had superhuman a, intelligence, I could help out Spidey. I could be like, oh, "Hey, yeah. Punch venom in the throat. He won't like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah, magic, Captain America. If you have super intelligence, Spider Man. Go Spider Man. Now you would be like, why wouldn't you be a fireman? Well, he already has super intelligence, so yeah. and he ain't gonna share one of his suits with you or nothing. No, he's gonna make me run errands for him. Yeah, and like definitely not Iron <laughs> Man. He's gonna no. make me shine his shoes and like get him coffee. And if it's not large, he'll send it back. Shuri is cool, but Shuri would just like sit in her uh, lab. Well, she also has super intelligence. She, yeah, she has super intelligence. Plus, she doesn't do magic stuff. And also, she would just like give you a, some gadgets and sit in her lab and tell you what to do. Go and, fight these terrorists. And you would be the one actually doing the mission. Go fight like ISIS. Or I'll whatever. be honest. I chose Cat America. Cat America would probably do a lot of the heavy lifting for me. Literally. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Like, See, Spider-Man can do the heavy lifting, and he's a fun time. That's true. And he's like my age. That's true. Yeah. So, well, not the Tom Holland's our age. Yeah. Or and like a couple of years. Finally, old. if you lived in a TV show, what genre would you want it to be? Oh dear. Reality sitcom, sci-fi, fantasy, drama, teen, or action. If it was action, and I got to be Jason Statham, sure. No, this is you. This is me. Um, Sci-fi or fantasy. If it was Game of Thrones, I'd probably get my head and dick cut off. Um, Okay, so it's not my favorite type of TV show. But I think I would do well in a sitcom. I think I I would be a a sitcom type person. Um, And I got my result here. I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to go with teen, like high school, like middle school thing. Like Degrassi? Degrassi or like Ned's Disclassified uh, or like... Um, nice. Victorious. Yeah. I and was, I would just be one of those side characters that show up that does something funny well, and stupid. We, we would both be side characters. Like, I, be like I was thinking if I was in a sitcom, I'd be like in Seinfeld. I'd be oh, like that's true. a side character who shows up every three or four episodes. And sitcom's so vague. That could be anything. Yeah. You that know. could be the office. Could be the office. That could be friends, which be, I don't really like. Be friends. It could be Seinfeld. It could, it could be oh, it's always sunny. That's a sitcom. Technically. I wouldn't want to be in that one. I unless I was like I wouldn't want to be in that, but it's a good it's a good example. Unless I was yeah. Frank Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna go sitcom too. Nice. What did you get? Who did you get? I got Darcy Lewis. What the f- uh, apparently I would be Darcy. Let me do one thing. Because I was going to go with teen. You're going to choose that instead? <laughs> it got me Darcy Lewis, too. Still. Uh, it got me Darcy Lewis. Lame. How? How did any of my things... Okay, let me let me change... Let me just real quick. So, super intelligence. Uh, 90s, 2000s. 
that one, that one, <laughs> Thor. Is it because she's Thor? Is that why? Is she because she's from Thor? Is that the common thing? Maybe. What's your greatest week? Uh, stubborn. I mean, if I change the Thor, let's just test test. If I change Spidey Man. I'm gonna change Thor to Ant Man. Now I'm gonna go with Teen because that's what I was gonna go with. I got Darcy Lewis again. It has to be the Thor thing. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through mine again. So, uh, 2000s uh, magic. Uh, Just change ordering the lobster, the movie. Um, empathetic. Um, and I'm gonna choose Ant Man this time. I mean, I like Darcy, but I do like Darcy. Um, that just seems we're the same person again. We were literally the same person in the last uh, quiz in the Pirates episode. We were Jack Sparrow and whatever. Okay, I changed literally one answer from. Uh, I'm gonna go Doctor Strange. I I changed it from Thor to Ant Man, which was my other thing I was considering, and I got Wanda Maximoff. Are you serious? Yes, I think that was... I got Jimmy Woo when I changed <laughs> ah, to Doctor Strange. Jimmy! I'm going to take that, yeah. okay? We'll, we'll take that. I got I got Wanda and you got it Jimmy. W- it literally went like, oh, she's in Thor. Oh, uh, you're Darcy Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just changed it to Doctor Strange. I'm Jimmy Woo now. Agent Jimmy Woo. You're okay. funny, friendly, and down to earth, just like Agent Woo. You're a hard worker who knows how to get things done and have a good time while doing it. You might not always show it, but you have a deeply kind heart. You're a reliable team player and genuinely care about your teammates. Honestly, you're the best friends person could ask for. That's not an inaccurate description, Jimmy Wu. I will disagree with BuzzFeed's description of Wanda. All right, let's hear it. You're Scarlet Witch herself. Just like Wanda, you're a bit of an underdog. No, she's not. Yeah, no, she's not. She could kill Thanos. Yeah. You're a strong, resilient person and a dreamer at heart. You have a bright, vivid imagination and often turn to fictional worlds of your favorite books and movies whenever you need a break. It's mainly the underdog part. I remember. Wanda's not a fucking underdog. She's not. A, I mean, I guess mentally. Yeah. Anyway. Self-confidence-wise, she might be, but yeah. no, she's powerful. Anyway, Anyways. BuzzFeed sucks at quizzes. BuzzFeed sucks. The thing we learned, the best quiz we ever took on this show was from... Nat Geo kids dinosaur quiz. Yeah, <laughs> those are dinosaur quizzes asking us like, what snack do we like? Chicken nuggets, chicken or like nuggets, burgers, or like it was like chicken nuggets, celery with peanut butter and raisin. <laughs> like, it was like, yeah, that's the type of quiz. That's we wanna, the type of quiz I want to hear the Odd Drunk podcast. Well, anyways, <laughs> that is the Odd Drunk podcast on Wandavision. Oh yeah. Um. Follow us on Instagram. Join our Facebook group in the description. Check out the link tree for all our streaming platforms. Everything's on the link tree. Just, just and just do it. Just Everything's on there. Just click on the it's link tree. It's so easy. Just click on the link tree. Here's what we want you to do. Want to click on the link tree and just click on everything. Just go down every single link in there. Download everything. Start on the first one and make your way down. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, that's what we want you to do. We we appreciate the downloads. Um, even, even our social media is on the link tree too. Yeah. But for sure, um, check out our Facebook group. We started a new one. We're trying to get that going. It's a public now. Um, yeah, you can actually join. Yeah, uh, you can was, join. You don't have to be invited. That was our bad. So check that out. It's, um, it's small right now, but we're trying to get it going. Friendly faces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Um, and our Instagram. That's where most of our stuff goes. So definitely yeah. check that out. And we will see you guys next week. Yes. At the All Drunk Podcast. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you check out their Instagram and Facebook group for more fun and drunk content. To view all of our current available platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. The Odd Drunk Podcast is not responsible for any alcohol-related problems such as domestic disputes, bar fights, gnarly hangovers, driving under the influence, or regurgitation. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.